Hello and welcome to a slightly different version of the No Format Required podcast. It's me, Mike. Unfortunately, today there's no Charlie because we haven't had a chance to get together. Uh, he's just across the road, but it's not only been the No Format Required podcast's anniversary, but actually my own wedding anniversary, so I've been away in Stratford from Avon uh, being a bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cultured and watching The Taming of the Shrew, which was quite embarrassing for me when everyone around me was laughing, including my wife and a five-year-old child, and I had no idea what was going on. But it turns out when I realised that it was basically the film, Ten Things I Hate About You, I realised, oh yeah, I understand it. Anyway, uh, last week's episode, obviously, we talked about many things. One of the things we mentioned was this wasn't my first podcast, it's not even my second podcast. Uh, it's actually the third podcast that I've done in my life. The first one, there was only three episodes of, but it was called the UE Nerdcast, in which it, we basically did top fives uh, while at university, uh, the university I went to being UE. Uh, and the first episode we did was top five superheroes. No, it wasn't even that. It was top five superpowers. So I thought I'd, since we didn't have time to uh, actually record an episode, thought I'd just release this one as an episode for you all to enjoy. Well, not enjoy, it's up to you. But hopefully you will enjoy the first ever podcast I did. Anyway, uh, without further ado, here is myself, Kevin Webb, and Josh Cohen on the Newey Nerdcast. Uh, hello, I'm Kevin. And I'm Michael. And uh, welcome to the Newey Nerdcast. So my name's Kevin, and I'm the president of the Sci-Fi Society at the University of West of England. And I'm the treasurer of that society too. And uh, this is a podcast we're starting obviously called the UE Nerdcast, where we are going to talk about news, reviews, and a segment we call Top 5. Mm-hmm. Each week we'll also be joined by a special guest who's going to be talking about a subject that they feel very passionate about, whether it's nerdy or not, something that we can get interested in. Yeah, and we'll also give them an opportunity to promote a society they're part of, or maybe a society they run. Promote anything really that they wish to. Yeah, and we look forward to uh, gaining listeners and we look forward to your feedback on our Facebook page. And now it's time for Top 5. Okay, so the votes are in and it's Top 5 Superpowers. Mike, what is your number 5? Alright, so I've um, been thinking about this for a bit, but um, number 5 has to be Invisibility. Um, used by Sue, Sue Storm, obviously. Not Sue, yeah, no, what am I on about? Sue Storm. Jessica Alba, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind for a second. No, I, was thinking, I, was, I was thinking of the actual um, storm. <laughs> um, anyway, invisibility, because number one, you'd be able to go and steal stuff. Pretty sneaky. Yeah, I mean, like, there's that. You become. You could, you, it, it's a superpower used for villainy and hero. Like, yeah, you but can come steal on. stuff. What about, what about the could, obvious, Mike? You're missing the obvious. What? Ch- women's changing rooms? Yeah. Yeah, of course. There, there is. I wasn't yeah, going for the perfect the side today, Kevin. I wasn't going for the perfect. <laughs> it's serious podcast, this. No, no, so it's, it's not. here to joke around. It. It's not here to joke around. Anyone with invisibility in their list, it's for that reason only. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to sort of sway away from that sort of side. But... Are there any downsides to invisibility? Well, yeah, because with invisibility, it's always been one of those things. Like invisibility, you don't, you wouldn't lose your clothes, would you? What? Like. Again, your clothes would still be visible unless you're so, Sue Storm, and you get that suit. Yeah, yeah but I'm I'm not sort so I'm not married to some sort of rich genius. Yeah, <laughs> like, some people don't have it quite that lucky. What are you saying, Josh? Yeah. So it's, it's not really uh, plausible for invisibility. It's, it's a bit, uh, it just depends to the extent, I guess. I mean, if you if you can stay invisible indefinitely and you can fully control it, then you just go naked for the rest of your life. Yeah, but then that, no one... that, that would be quite useful. Yeah, but then no one would ever see you, ever. You would have friends. Yeah, just go, yeah but like the pervy thing, I'm just thinking now, you just go around grabbing people's asses. Yeah. That's the extent of what you'd do, is it, if you had invisibility? <laughs> you sneak up behind every single person. Uh, every single all I'd use it for. He's a, he's a young lad, isn't he, Mike? He's a young lad. Yes. <laughs> all right, Josh, to you. Your number five, please. So my number five is mind control. So mind just being control. able to control people's mind and their actions without their that like their permission so that you take control of their body basically so but like body control and mind control uh who uses that anyone we know um i'm not sure actually uh it's, it's got a few. Xavier. 
Yeah, Prof- yeah. Professor X. Yeah, he, Professor X. Yeah. So, so similar to that sort of power and being able to like manipulate people's decisions and to the ex- or to the, to the more extent, just completely take over their mind. So oh. that's my five. Okay. Any downsides to mind control? It doesn't seem like there is. Well, it does seem like it would probably put a strain on your mind, and it's got to be... You might have, need to have a lot of willpower for that sort of thing. Well, that's what... Hmm. That's what it's probably give, you give your victims, like, a minor headache or something. <laughs> that's a downside to them. Yeah, it's like, ow. <laughs> Depends what you do with them. That, right? that hurts slightly. <laughs> right then. My number five. Mine's object-based powers. And, for example, I've gone for uh, Green Lantern's power ring. But okay, any so... any object that in, imbues power on its user. Oh, I see. So like uh, Thanos's powering. I mean, a uh, power gauntlet. Yeah, I mean, anyone that uses yeah. an object that gives them power. I quite like Green Lantern's ring. That's pretty cool. I mean, create anything you can think of. Depending on your willpower as well. So I think it was said, it was said that uh, if you have incredible wins. willpower, you can have more. That's why Superman, in one of the appearances, I believe, he had the uh, the Green Lantern ring. I can't yeah. remember which it was, but I do think he, he got it in one episode. But I guess you, you could uh, choose the ring that suits like your emotion, like if you could be yeah, like red yellow, hair. red. Yeah, so you got fear, you got greed. Yeah. Like, so obviously, um, Lex Luthor became, um, I'm not sure what the cause is, but he um, took on the um, yellow ring, the orange ring, sorry, which orange. is greed. Yeah, wow. so he became a member of their core. Give it to all the Jewish people. Never understood why Green was willpower. It seemed like Green should be greed. Yeah. Well, in Green is envy, though, isn't it? No. Green is will. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, like people say Green. Oh, yeah, envy. you've turned Green all, all yeah. jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah. All right, Mike, what was your number four? Number four. Can't think of the actual name for it. I'm sure you lot are going to tell me, and I'm going to probably feel a bit embarrassed, but. I've, I've just put down stretchy shears. Stretchy. So you mean like Mr. Fantastic? So yeah. So basically, like Mr. Fantastic, Stretch Armstrong. I'm honestly so, not sure of the name. Maybe like no. Density control. Stretchy, stretchy shears. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a specific name, and maybe yeah, maybe someone on our Facebook page can tell us. But it like <laughs> question of the day. <laughs> yeah, question of the day. What is, what is Stretchy Shears' real name? What, yeah, what, the, um, the power not the cool, man. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have to do it like I could become a couch potato even more than I am already <laughs> yeah. literally just it, like oh the TV, TV remote so that's it Josh yeah. elasticity. elasticity well then yeah. again, I had to search it up but anyway there we go. <laughs> you'd be the ultimate plastic, nerd with elasticity plastic, plastic man's elasticity yeah 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 plastic man's another example like you could take on any shape you wanted as well really like plastic man does do that you mean like, outside of that just like get heated up you're just gonna melt Oh well, yeah, you could turn yourself but into you, balloons. But if you got heated up as a normal person, you'd probably burn a bit. <laughs> yeah, like okay, a downside to a normal and <laughs> downside to being a human. So maybe you get like really, or maybe like like mess your bones up. Yeah, I never well, understood how the bit, bones worked. Yeah, well, bones aren't really there. Bones. Stretch your bones. Yeah, do his bones stretch, Mike? Tell us, Mike. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You, your, you heard it. You heard it here first. I'd imagine, like, sort of. I don't know. All right, then. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Josh, what's your number four, Josh? Mine is uh, superhuman intelligence. So I I would class that as a superpower. Yeah, no. So, like, uh, yeah, so um, I'm not sure notable examples, but um, I I would say, like, beyond Batman is meant to have, like, meant to be a genius. Well, yeah, the world's greatest detective, so he's got to be pretty smart. So so the extent which you are more than the, like, like, the, the the smartest that you could possibly be in this current yeah well I, I do know one example I don't know the yeah. kid's name but it's from a TV show called No Ordinary Family okay. um, oh yeah the family all get superpowers but the kid gets super intelligence but it's yeah. not just that he's smart he can analyse everything and he turns out he can do anything so he gets on the football team because he can analyse trajectories and ball spin and he yeah, becomes yeah. a quarterback yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I that, does seem like a good like, power like you got yeah. the mighty, uh, mighty Modoc. He's just basically oh. a giant brain. Yeah, well, yeah. what about got Brainiac? Little legs and little arms. <laughs> Why is he called Brainiac? Who? Brainiac. Does he have a no, good brain? No, Modoc isn't Brainiac. Oh, who Brainiac? Oh, there's the supervillain Brainiac. Yeah, I mean... yeah, Brainiac's a part of it. He's basically from um, the planet Krypton, isn't he? 
I don't really know much about Brainiac, actually. No, neither do I. That's why I asked. I just assumed yeah. he might be smart with a name like Brainiac. It seems like most supervillains are smart, though. For some reason, well, like, I say that, and then you look like Bizarro, who's not exactly the smartest person. Yeah, or Doomsday. Or Doomsday, yeah. Or Midas. Well, I mean, you look at, like, Lex Luthor. Well, Doomsday's probably had a, had a bit of um, brain damage because he was created by loads of... Ba- by basically, a baby was born and then killed in the most horrible way possible. They killed him again and again. And then they cloned him, this dead baby. They cloned it and then killed that baby and then cloned it. So eventually it became this mighty machine that could withstand everything. Oh, so he's probably got a bit of brain damage in there. By the way, for our listeners, spoilers. Oh, yeah. Just in case, spoilers, you, just in case you haven't read any comic books ever. Well, this is going to be in our title. Spoilers, of course. Spoilers, duh. On this geek, geek facts, spoilers. So that was your number four. We'll go to my number four. Which is time manipulation. Oh, nice. Okay. And if you've got that on your list, that's fine. Feel free to chime in. Nope. But yeah, I mean, so it's on my list. It's on your list, is it? Yeah. Right, well, don't tell us where, but uh, time manipulation. I mean, the only example I've got is Hiro Nakamura from Heroes. Um, time. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Anyone that travels through time. Uh, like by themselves, not like Doctor Who. That's not a superpower. Um, I don't know why, like, I thought, like. I don't know why I thought uh, the dead dead man was for some reason, but I don't think no, he dead man just inhabits the bodies. Yeah, but I mean, you, um, not just time travel, time manipulation. So I mean, he can stop time, speed it up, go back in time. Just a quick search of it. Obviously, you got a hero from Heroes. Yep. Um, so the only other person that from my quick search I found is the prince from the Prince of Persia with his sand yeah, times. Yeah, the dagger. Yeah. But is that a superpower or is that just? The dagger. He's, he's using an object for. Yeah, that's object-based superpower again. Yeah. But I mean, there. Are, I mean, downsides. Depending on what you um. What kind of time travel or what universe you're in. I think it'd be pretty lonely. You have well, you yeah. might affect. You might have changes in the past that affect yeah. you adversely in the future. Can't killing yourself. I think you have to be quite careful. Yeah. Yeah. You end up altered or just like current and past events. Yeah. It depends what time. Future, what sort yeah. of time manipulate well what sort of time travel you're going into because obviously you've got the sort of time travel that if anything you do in the past will consequence the future you've also got the sort of time travel that I think it depends on the sort of theory in the past you've already gone back in time and it's already happened so whatever happens in the future doesn't get affected by what you do in the past because you're always meant to go back in time and do that side note have you seen the butterfly effect yes that is a weird film yeah but without we won't spoil it for people, but the ending. Yeah, Jesus. Bit, yeah. Talk about the for the time manipulation. There are some theories that when you go through like time, you go into like a parallel universe. Every time you like go through time, you like you into a different sort of universe. Yeah, like, like, I think that happens in sliders, sort of thing. They say they, like, they, sh- they sort of time. show that on um, Back to the Future, where like they've got the normal timeline, and then this is where it changed and split off to Hell Valley and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. you created a parallel universe due to your um, the events that happened from before. Yeah. Okay, okay, right, Mike, you're number three. Number three, um, number three. All mine are quite sort of usual powers, except for my number one. And that's the reason for that. Yeah. Um, but number three is just shrinking. So like Ant Man, yeah, Ant Man, Wasp. Um, Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be awful. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought you needed that, seeing as you've got elasticity. I mean, it sort of comes under the same... I'm not, I'm not stealing all the powers, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, I'm, I think, I mean, I think like, elasticity... I'm not Superman. And... He's not Zachary Quinto from Heroes. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because, like, there's a whole, almost a whole world down there. That obviously, people know, like, about um, what, like, with bugs and everything, what's... What oh, so, like. oh, so you're going imagine, smaller. You're going subatomic. Yeah, but imagine going down, like, well, like... Um, I'm pretty sure Ant-Man can go that small. Like, I'm pretty Captain sure... Captain Atom, I might be... Captain Atom, yeah, there, there we go. That's a better example. Wow. Like, and then you can mal- manipulate, um, like, atoms out of subatomic... Subatomic structures. Yeah. Change molecules and change, change their, water to their alcohol. properties. Better than G- Jesus. I'm actually <laughs> doing it. <laughs> Michael, Michael the, the alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lead into gold. Yeah. That's, that's another power, alchemy. Right. make my list, but... Wow. There's so much... More you can sort of discover by I doing. like it. I didn't think shrinking had that many possibilities, but yeah, I think I'm swayed. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. be. I All quite right. like that. Yeah. Josh, you're number three. Oh, mine's pretty basic. It's flight. 
So flight. Like, it's flight. Oh, oh it's a dear. pretty overdone one, but you gotta say it's pretty amazing if you could just fly yeah. like that. Are you talking? Are you talking no. like superhero flight or winged flight? I'm saying, or oh, it'd be pretty cool to have wings, but I mean, I think I would so without wings. I'd say just just the ability to fly. I'm not sure how it's said that you have to fly just the power. Just to lift off the ground mm. and fly. Not just levitate, just to fly at will. Well, I've got something to say about flight. It's in another one of my lists, but I will... Yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> I know it's, it, sometimes people say the, the idea's flawed just because you can breathe. And, okay, well, but, we'll I mean, talk about that later. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, well, we said the weakness down to I'm still saying this is in the, like, Superman's fly it, yeah, so that I you mean, can still fly in... So the, like, the benefits of flight are self-evident. I mean, I'll tell you, you what, go anywhere. let's hear... Your um number three cabin, and yeah. then by the sounds of it, me, yeah. you have it. For, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come back to that in a second, Josh. Yeah, okay. My number three is healing factor. Oh, oh, so like Wolverine. 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 Yeah, prime example. Uh, and uh, the hot cheerleader from Heroes. <laughs> yeah, the cheerleader. Don't really know her name. Claire Bennett. That name. There we go. That's the character's name. The actor's actress's name is Hayden Panettiere. Yes. Who I've met. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Ready to meet her? Uh, London Film and Comic Con. Uh, so it wasn't in a bar? No. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> no, just, just a face-to-face. But Healing Factor, I mean, just by itself it's quite cool. But, I mean, then you combine it with something like Wolverine's origin, where he was See, uh, given the adamantium blade and skeleton. Ah, uh, so you mean, like, sort of, like, you have the healing power, but then you have get given something else to... Yeah, so I, I can augment my body pretty much any way I want, because it's going to heal over. You yeah. just, like, chop your arm off and just grow yeah. new hair. And live for an extended period of time. Yeah, I think it increases your... Just because you don't age as well. Yeah, because your cells aren't going to be dying constantly, Joe. Yeah. When your age, obviously, is all about your cells, like, yeah. not but being You would die to... eventually, though. Yeah. I think I... you would still die eventually. Well, yeah, I th- Wolverine clearly... Is getting older because he's aging. Yeah, um, I've got a uh, limited series actually called Old Man Wolverine, though, in which he basically becomes the only person left on Earth because he hasn't died, but he is an old withered, well, not withered man. I'd say about mid fifties. Yeah, yeah. Downside, downside. So he is gradually getting older. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, your number two is flying. Flying. Yes. Not flights or just flying. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much like superpower, being able to fly. Um. Last now, Kevin, is yours number two? My number, no, my two. number two first. Yeah, we've got my Josh's number two. Number two, yeah. two invulnerability, obviously better than healing. Mm. I, prefer to... it, I prefer it over the healing. Isn't that cheating a little bit? <laughs> like, little, pretty much, yeah, yeah, do this to me. No. Invulnerable. Like, invulnerability, I'd say, like, advanced well, healing factor, like, you still get injured. Yeah, and you've got to have like, a weakness, I think. Superman has invulnerability, but he I mean, has a weakness. It, I mean... It's, it's said that what is it like a uh, dark side is meant to be invulnerable as well, but he's still I think he's still to an extent like there's a this yeah, it's sure, meant to be except his eyes. No, no, I mean like I mean he's still invulnerable to like he's not he's not completely invulnerable. I mean, I mean like you talk like about like Achilles invulnerable yeah. apart from his ankle, but I mean <laughs> Achilles was just a man by the way. Hill. Yeah, Hill. Oh, he's meant to no. I mean no, but I mean like the the tale behind him the 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 legend. Yeah. He's, he was dipped in the river Styx and was invulnerable apart from his ankle. Yeah, his Achilles heel, yeah, that we now yeah. know. Yeah, so it's just, um, I mean, invulnerable, I mean, Superman obviously isn't completely invulnerable as well, because he still has a weakness, but generic attacks don't seem to have as much of an effect on him. Okay, so he, let's say you have invulnerability, what is your weakness? Well, Superman's is weakness to magic, so I'd say in magic you have a weakness to... I think I think everyone's well, probably kryptonite and magic. Yeah, all, crypt- all Kryptonians under a yellow sun are invulnerable. Like yeah. on um, planet Krypton, none of them are have the powers that they've got. But it's our yellow sun that causes their yeah advanced ridiculous powers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my number two, and while technically not a superpower, I think you'll allow it is money. No. Money, money, don't allow it. Just money don't can buy you anything. So, so are you saying like sort of like Batman? Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, they they have no. So I, I think I like it as well. I've put it this high up because everyone can, like everyone it, can relate to them. I like it, but I don't think it counts as superpower. I, I think you, it counts so as. Are you telling me efficient. Iron Man and Batman aren't superheroes? I am saying they're not. Oh. A lot of controversy seeing as my my favorite. I will actually sort of agree because the word is superpowers. 
I'd but, say they're more heroes. They're vigilantes. I wouldn't call I'd them say, superheroes. Oh, in fact, let me retract that comment for a sec. Oh. I would say not. But they're not superheroes because they got a lot of money. Because I'd say super. I mean, I mean, Batman is a superhero because he has. Uh, I'd say he has superhuman intelligence. But you think he's above? You he think about his money, he'd still have like I don't the think gadgets he, and. I think it's a byproduct. I don't think it makes the hero. But I do like. I like it for the fact that the everyman like can aspire to be a superhero, like Iron Man and Batman. Because, money. Yeah, because yeah. all the standing between them and like that is money. Sort of like souped up person to be a superhero. I'm just saying you have to have some sort of distinguishing feature, not just money. Yeah. Okay. Business well. intuition. <laughs> that's, that's not a superpower. That's just an <laughs> attribute. You can possess incredible skill in running businesses and companies. Yeah. Sorted. Well, maybe maybe that will start a discussion on our on our Facebook page. But for now, we'll go to yeah. Mike. Your number one. Your top so superpower. Top superpower. I've chosen adaptive. Well, call it adaptive evolution. Yeah. Um, so Darwin. Yeah. Yeah, Dar- Darwin. The prime example. Like yeah. most people will pro- probably haven't heard of him from the comics. Although spoiler, he dies in first class. Yeah, which sort of annoyed me because, <laughs> yeah. in a way, adaptive evolution. You shouldn't be able to die from it. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to kill him at yeah. all. Um, yeah, the actual, I've, I've said adaptive evolution, the actual official name is superior adaptation. Oh, okay, so. Um, but like, for example, um, like Darwin, he got punched by the Hulk <laughs> and his like evolution realised that there was no way that he'd be able to take a punch from the Hulk. Wow. So instead of uh, like sort of turning him into like a ridiculously strong metal or something, it literally teleported him away from the situation. Wow. Yeah. So it's, Pretty much like you're falling from an airplane. Suddenly you've got the power to fly or you gain wings or something. It's literally like it's a power that allows you to have every power in existence when you need it. If you don't need it, then you're not going to be given it. Yeah, if, you're, so, if you need it for any situation, then do, you're Do his evolutions much, stay or do they... I mean, does he... They change as and when sort of like he's his... always continuously changing, I believe. So he doesn't maintain the abilities that he gets? No, I don't think he would, but he wouldn't need to. Okay. Josh? Your top superpower. Well, I feel a bit like cheated. I felt like I'm cheating on this because you mentioned it. My my top is time control, not just time manipulation. I'd say it goes a step further than just manipulating time. I'll explain just by the fact that you can control any area of space yourself or the time period. So So, do do you know anyone that has that power? I'm not sure if it's by one person. I think there was... Hero and heroes can manipulate time and time control. Yeah, that was the example. Yeah, Hero and Akamura. Yes. But, but um, I, I think my my adaptation would be isn't actually isn't used because I'm not sure why it just just hasn't. So you could stop. You could create an area of time around yourself which can't be affected, or you just like you control someone's like time, like time flow. So uh, them, so burn a million years and kill them. <laughs> yeah. So you just. <laughs> Just control, like I, I feel it's like is the best power. Just you could, you can just stop some, stop time completely, reverse someone back a thousand years. Their age process is just dead. Hmm. So that will sort of happen to the doctor and yeah, like that, life, but so, like but yeah. that sort of thing. And just like you can do it to objects as well, like speed up, like speed up, like uh, I don't know, like like rocks and things well, like minerals to, to me that doesn't sound like time travel if if you're talking about affecting no not time just time control yeah but yeah so All say time. so say you're affecting one single human being you're aging them 100 years that no, to me doesn't age them like a million years yeah that them. doesn't sound to me like time travel as much as it does i don't know like metabolic manipulation or like chrono control chrono. yeah like you're not controlling time you're controlling their body I'm, I'm saying not just for people. I mean, just you're able to control time itself, the force of time. Okay. Okay, right. Yeah, it's a bit controversial. My number one superpower is teleportation. Teleportation? <sighs> E.g. Nightcrawler. Ah, yeah. And I think it's probably because I grew up watching X-Men Evolution, and Nightcrawler was always my favourite X-Men. It was pretty cool. But also, the blue devil thing. going anywhere you want at any yeah, time. But- is, yeah, where, is, is it limited not, to like where you know you're going to end yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, know some the of them. Space? I'm not sure if Nightcrawler was limited to places he'd seen. I think it said in actually one of the movies, if he didn't know where he was going, he would end up randomly. Yeah, I think it's, I think, think Nightcrawler had a range as well. Yeah, I imagine that. But I mean, yeah, even I think, with even with limits, you're going to get far. 
Or is it, is it, is it an event, like, could you go from where you are to Mars, or is, can you go from one galaxy to another, or well, is I mean, there any sort of limit on the power? I wouldn't self-impose a limit, but if I were in... Oh, of course. <laughs> so to fall from here to, like, heaven, if, there, if such one exists? Yeah, but I really like it. I mean, obviously you could use it for nefarious purposes, rob a bank. Yeah. I think a fun I just... fact about Nightcrawler that I've just discovered, he has partial teleportation, really? which basically means that he can teleport parts of a target... Away. So, in other words, he can simply remove vital organs from a person and teleport it away. So he doesn't. Ha- I mean, he can just like look at them and do it. I'm not really sure about about um, the way that he's to do it. Because I know that he can. I've seen him in the in the X Men movies that weren't particularly great, but they, I've seen to him teleport with people. Yeah, he teleport targets away. I didn't know he could. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like, and I I doubt either of you've seen it. The TV show Charmed. I've seen bits of it, but... Uh, one of the sisters can orb, which is their version of teleportation, but she can point at things, say it, and it moves. Like, it teleports. Okay. That's what it sounds like, but... Right, so that's our that's our top five superheroes done. And we're going to move to honourable mentions. These are superpowers that didn't quite make our top five lists. And we'll start with you, Mike. Okay, um, so shape-shifting... Is one of mine. Speed. Who, who uses shapeshifting? I can't think of anyone. So sh- shapeshifting, you've got Mystique. Oh. What I mean by shapeshifting, I'm not oh, sure if it's the actual it. proper name for it, but shapeshifting will be sort of changing your looks to look like someone else. Metamorphosis? Maybe, yeah. But I, when I thought about it, I decided that my stretchy shiz, or electro- elasticity, <laughs> yeah. is probably better because you can, like, if you're able to. Chain like move your body here, there, and everywhere. You'll be able to. It'll probably take a lot more effort, but you would be able to change your body shape to look like another person. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that's there's probably a limitation no? there. Surely, possibly, but in theory, yeah. I just decided that over Beast the two, I'd prefer stretchy shiz. Michael Beast Boy of Team Titans. Beast yeah. Boy, yeah, he can well change himself into any animal. Martian Manhunter as well. Yeah, there's them. Yeah. So I just decided. I just. I. I don't know. I. Just, I preferred my others on the list. Yeah. Really. What's your next honourable mention? The reason they're on this list. Mine. Um, speed. Oh, speed. Yeah. yeah so obviously, obviously, Flash is the. Yeah. Flash. Um. Kid S- Flash. Superman. Um. Yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah. But what can you really do with it? It's it's Are one that, thing, isn't it? It's just yeah. It's like you you it's can good. finally be um people in races but other than that it's like a bit yeah is Superman's like, flight considered super speed no. I suppose I mean he can fly around the world and make yeah, it back in time yeah faster than a speeding bullet <laughs> I don't know uh, any other but, mentions else from you yeah, Mike one more you've got um, weather manipulation storm yeah <laughs> I think it'd be really cool because finally you'll be able to plan holidays uh, except for that terrible line from X-Men which the, is the new movies? Um, do you know what happens to a frog when he gets struck oh, by yes. lightning? Same as everything else. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's terrible writing right there. But <laughs> it's cheesy comic books. It was made. When was it? X Men in the ni- late nineties, early two thousand. No, yeah, two thousand. Yeah, you're still expecting that sort of corny stuff from. Yeah, we, um, we hadn't we hadn't hit the Nolan the Nolan. <laughs> no, we, hadn't hit, we hadn't hit the gritty, gritty reboots yet. No. So, all right then, Josh. Honorable okay. mentions. Well, my uh, I put up immortality. I don't think that's a good power. <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I think I mean like I would. I think it would be a really cool power, but I just wouldn't want to have it. But I mean, if you're immortal, you get shot. What happens? You just can't die. But although that's kind of a cool power, think about it. You still feel the pain of getting shot, and if you could just get tortured. Plus, you're going to see your whole family die and everyone you ever know. Yeah, it's just, it's just not. I, I think there's too many flaws for it to be. It's a good, cool power. Yeah. But it's too many flaws for it to be a really uh, in my top five. I think. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, I got uh, <laughs> invisibility was my honor- other honorable mention. Oh, I yeah. do like invisibility. I um, I can only think of it for dirty purposes, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I was trying to avoid until they got mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can see. Power. I can see other applications of invisibility. I, I really can like. Military things, stealth. yeah, exactly. Well, it, it, does then, have, it does have uh, if, combat purposes, but I mean, 
I two think, sides I, I, have that just, combat just, purpose then. Yeah. It just it doesn't it doesn't hit the the top five unfortunately. I mean, how is Wonder Woman's plane invisible? I don't know. That's not that's not superpower, is it? It's just that's technology. Yeah, I'm not even sure about it's her. Like stealth is really? She doesn't have it as a power, which is. I think it's stealth, not invisibility, that might count as. Sure. Yeah, because I believe the Quin Quinjet um can go can turn invisible, but wow. I might be wrong in that. Any other mentions from you, Josh? Nope, I just got the two. All right, my honorable yeah. mentions. I got three of them. Uh, number three, uh, I'm not sure what the power is called, but I've written it down as Rogue's power from X Men. Ah, so you mean like. Unable to touch, but well, touch, but then they take the power drain, isn't it? Yeah, power drain, or I don't know. Yeah, there's probably a fancy name for it somewhere. And power drain, probably. Okay. Uh, but I like it just because you can. I mean, she can use the powers that she takes for like a limited time. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't put it on there because obviously it's got a massive downside. You just oh, can't touch anyone. anyone. She's exactly. never gonna have sex. <laughs> just, <laughs> until she completely ruins the whole X Men franchise by. Going to true basically blood. get rid of her um, power. Plus, the actress ruined it by going to True Blood. <laughs> no, right. I didn't mind that too much. No, neither did I. <laughs> right, number two on my honorable mentions is telepathy slash telekinesis. Okay. I think either reading yeah, reading minds or controlling objects with your mind. See again the headaches. Yeah, um, there's always a downside <laughs> of headaches and nosebleeds for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, nosebleeds seems to happen a fair bit. Yeah, I guess it's a strain yeah, but, on the brain, maybe. Yeah. So that's why I didn't make it into my list. And then number one is invisibility. Yep. Yeah, so that was also... Yeah. I think it's good, but... It's good, but it just doesn't make it. Yeah. All right, so next we're going to do the not-so-honourable mentions. We'll get you first, Mike. What superpower Mine's... don't you like? Yeah. So my character is an actual character. I believe he's from either DC or um, Marvel. Um, and is. Well, I say superpower. I say um, character. His superpower is also the name of his um, character, and he's called Arm Fall Off Boy. Arm Fall Off Boy. Yes, he can literally detach his own limbs and use them as blunt weapons. Does what it says on the tin. Yeah, there's nothing really more than it to that. Um, wow. Yeah. So he wait a minute. He detaches his arms and uses them as weapons. Apparently, he um, gained the powers. Is what he claims. Um, through carelessness while holding the anti-gravity metal element 152. Couldn't he just punch people? Yeah, instead exactly. Instead of using them as bats. Like, oh, I'll take my arm off and use that to hit you with. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you probably would get a bit more um, power behind that. Yeah, there's some kind of science there yeah. with fulcrums and, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Josh, do you have a not-so-honourable mention? Yeah, I've got a couple. You I've got... got one which is based on one and one which I just found to be a really useless one okay hair so manipulation <laughs> hair manipulation i don't know of anyone who had that but um pretty terrible <laughs> the only example i can think of is a magic and that's from that's from harry potter i know that tonks can do that it's just, i know yeah, of a, an anime hair. thing where this guy could control every whisper of his hair but i mean that's that's a pretty bad power well, I mean, it's okay got. if you can make it rigid because then you can use it as like a weapon yeah but i mean still come on no right, what's, like, what's your other one um squirrel girl Squirrel girl's she... awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What's her power? <laughs> I don't think she actually has one. Just, I think she's just becoming a squirrel. She goes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just becomes a squirrel. Her power is the powers of no, a squirrel. No, I don't think she becomes a um, squirrel. That's not she's got a tail, happy. but I think she is a squirrel herself, like part squirrel. Hmm. Wow. Um, she's so- a mutant. I know that much. Um, yeah, she basically she's she's like she can. Do stuff that squirrels can do, but <laughs> like what? So hold she hold like, two nuts in her mouth. She can bury yeah. nuts yeah, in the ground. Teeth. <laughs> oh, like, no. so, teeth, so she's yes. able to nibble through stuff. I'd imagine like she'd probably be quite fast and strong. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably nimble can yeah. balance easily. Yeah. All right. Well, my not so honourable mention. I only have one, and you've both mentioned it. Is flight. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I just okay, think I guess it's going to appear there. I just Reason. think it's stupid. Why? Because, I mean, for Superman it's understandable, but for everyone else, it's freezing cold up there. Okay, that's why I said, I did say, I did justify myself. Take a coat with you. I don't know how, because I don't know how you're keeping your eyes closed while you, you're flying. You won't be able to, you won't be able to breathe. Yeah, you won't be able like, to breathe. 
I, d- I justified by saying Super Hitman's flight. You're gonna you're gonna come up on radar. Militaries are gonna see you coming. <laughs> and shoot you down. Yeah, I just think it's a bad power. But you wouldn't have to deal with um, EasyJet anymore. No. Yep. Uh, lots of leg room. That's, that's yeah, the benefit. He, he's got teleportation. I just think flying's a pretty cool thing. I prefer flying over teleportation. I guess there's a, there's a sense of wonder when you fly, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But that's the but, only reason I'd ever have it. But if you never watched the Superman as a kid, like flying comes from that, really. Like The love of flying. Oh, yeah. He's fine, though, because he's, he's like pretty much invulnerable to, to weather, I guess. Yeah, but the little boy isn't. No, and he takes flying with him. But like ever since then, or Peter Pan, like every kid dreams of flying. Not just because of superheroes. There's so many stories out there that feature flying. Yeah, yep. I don't mean like yeah. Like I said, there is a sense of wonder. Yeah. Right. Well, that was it for our our top five this week. Superpowers. Uh, don't forget to leave a suggestion on our Facebook page for next week. Well, James James said uh, power absorption as well for our. For that, for that, that power you had, the honourable mention. We had a text in. <laughs> a text in with from our live, <laughs> our live <laughs> listeners. Call-ins. He was called yeah. Rogue's Power. Power absorption. Ah, of course, yeah. Absorption. Okay. Breaking news: We go to our superpower correspondent Mike, who has some news about Squirrel Girl. Yeah, she's well. She is still lame, but she's not as lame as she first appeared. So she has scroll-like abilities, basically. So superhuman agility and strength. She has a prehensile tail, enhanced smell, vision and reflexes, razor-sharp claws, retractable knuckle spikes, which would be quite deadly in a punch, to be honest with you, and the ability to communicate with squirrels. So you better watch yourself. Yeah, so Josh, do you want to reconsider your uh, not-so-honourable mention of Squirrel Girl? I think think I'm going to have to, like, retract my my decision. Yeah. I think think that's quite cool. After after some research, she seems a lot better than we first thought. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and she has a tail. She has a tail. Yeah. That's pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> able to grasp, grasp stuff with that tail. <laughs> Whatever that may be. Alright, well. <laughs> that, no that, was, that was Squirrel Girl. Okay, now it's time for the part of the show where we scan the internet for news that is related to nerds and geeks. And we go to you first, Mike. What have you found? Well, I found two bits of rumours and one relatively big piece of news that's come earlier today. Um, one of them, it's not really a rumour per se, but it's a petition that's going on. That's going on on the internet. Um, it's done by um, Change.org. And it's basically a low-key solo movie. Wow. People are, yeah, people are um, basically speaking to Tom Hiddleston, trying to convince him to do it. Well, convince Marvel as well to do a low-key solo movie and I think to be honest with you he's got the like he's been quite a big character in the Marvel Universe and I think after the late the next film there's not really going to be a lot left for him to do would, would this be the first ever villain centric movie? I think it would be because yeah I, I can't really think you've yeah. obviously got the usual sort of stuff like um, you've ever seen Megamind or yeah. both of them both um, sort of like surround a villain who gradually becomes good. Yeah. Um, as kids' movies would, in most sorts of situations like that. But I think, like, has there ever anything? Uh, excuse me. Has there ever been anything like that where the villain is the star of the film? We're rooting, but I mean, I'm trying to think of like Marvel DC that when we've had anti-heroes. Yeah. People like the Crow. Yeah, there's an example. Not really a villain. Not really a hero. He's still doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I can't think of any, I've, any I've, Marvel I've think, DC examples. Um, if you got, I can't think of any movie-wise. Obviously, um, you got Deadpool, who's an anti-hero. Yeah. Um, kind of insane, isn't it? But yeah, I think, I think it'll definitely be different. I can't think of... I jet, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what they do with the film. I'm not sure... I don't know enough about Loki himself. No, I'm not that sort of big on the um, Asgardian realm. I mean, I, well, I'm assuming it would be set after the next Thor. Or, or so. it could even be a prequel, like, sort If they do it without a prequel, that would be quite good, because it will be him, yeah. maybe, maybe him learning he's a frost giant. I'm wondering but he's doing he, he learns that in the first film, doesn't he? Yeah, so you do a prequel does... before that. <laughs> I would like I'm to point if out, if anyone's looking for a podcast that doesn't feature any spoilers... Possibly switch off now because there might be some. <laughs> we'll try not to do anything major. Yeah. What were you saying, Josh? 
Well, I'm wondering if they uh, they're just getting him on to do another film just because he's got he seems to be just getting such a massive fan base at the moment. I mean, did you see him at Comic Con? Yeah, that was that was really cool. He went, yeah, he went he as, Loki. as Loki to introduce yeah. Avengers Two, wasn't it? He, awesome. And he's not even in Avengers Two. I mean, it just shows that he he likes the character. He likes playing the character. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was his idea. Maybe maybe he's just up for it. Yeah. All right. What else have you got? Like? Eleven thousand people have signed on as well so far. Wow. Yeah. I'm not sure how many people it takes to change. No, I don't think it. Would. Well, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, you'd think that. It'd probably be after about a million or so. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so, I think be quite so everyone, everyone get on it. We'll put a link somewhere. We'll yeah. leave a link somewhere. I'm okay, Mike. Up for the Loki standalone. Yeah, Loki standalone. What else you got, Mike? All right. The next bit of news is another rumor. This one is an actual rumor, as opposed to sort of a bit of fan support. Yeah. Um, it comes from the new Terminator, Terminator movie, Terminator Five. Oh. We've already um heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger has signed up to appear in the fifth one. Oh, I mean, he has to be in, doesn't he? Yeah. At some point. Like, he made a brief cameo as, for his lookalike in, yeah, in the last one, yeah. fourth one, but we don't really like to count that if we're talking about <laughs> Terminator 5. And they've said that it's going to take part again back in sort of our time as opposed to during the war, which I think will be good. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Michael, um, Michael Bine and Linda Hamilton, who played Kyle Reese and... Um, Sarah Connor wow. are reported to reprise their roles. I think Linda Hamilton's getting on a little bit. Yeah, they're both getting old, but at the same time, they're going to be... Like, if it's going to be set in modern time still... Yeah. I think, although, I think I'd like to see it. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of Terminator out there. They're, well, I say modern time. I've just read a bit on further... Um, it's actually 1950s that they're going to be taking. Pl- it's apparently so going to be taking place in. They're going further um, back than they've ever gone before. Yeah, yeah exactly. To kill what John Connor's grandmother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, try and dear. stop it before it even gets anywhere. So but, we're going to yeah. see. We're gonna Whether see it'll some... be cameos or a full supporting role, will be. We're going to see some. We're going to see some diners blow up. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see some like 50s fat cops. I'd watch it. Yes, yeah, so here's some Elvis. <laughs> Yeah, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> this rock and roll. <laughs> yes, that has to be a line. <laughs> uh, have you got anything else, Mike? Yes, I've got one more bit of news. Literally fresh off the press. Press. Um, just literally a couple of hours ago, um, Jurassic World has been officially announced. Um, a sequel to Jurassic Park Three, which Kate, which was about thirteen years ago, I believe. Wow. Um, it's going to be released in two thousand on June the twelfth, two thousand fifteen, <laughs> and I don't know if you many of you know. Two thousand fifteen is already quite a busy year for movies. You got the Avengers: Age of Ultron, Assassin's Creed, Terminator Five, Batman versus Superman, um, Pirates of the Caribbean Five, Ant Man, wow. and now we're going to add to that list Jurassic Park Four. Are they all summer blockbusters? Do you think these? I I can't, I can't imagine them trying to go too much against each other. Because no. there's quite a big films there, big, a lot of big films that they're not really films. going to want to compete. I think Assassin's Creed could be could be hit or miss. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. starring Michael Fassbender. Yeah, plays Magneto in the reboot of X Men or X Men First Class. When's that to come out? The X-Men, the new X Men film's going to be coming out next year, I believe. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. When's this? What, what time period is it meant to be this time? Have you not heard about the new X Men film? No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard a lot of the news about it. Actually. Well, maybe in a few podcast time when um, we hear a bit more news, yeah. we'll talk a bit about that one. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Is that if you might? No, that's it for me. All right. I uh, trolled the internet a few days ago, and I came across news of a Stargate reboot. Ah, yes. And for any Stargate fans out there, or for anyone that isn't a fan of Stargate out there, the original film. It was first released in 1994, starring Kurt Russell and uh, James Spader. But uh, since then, we've had ten seasons of Stargate SG-1, five seasons of Stargate Atlantis, two seasons of Stargate Universe, as well as two standalone movies. But the director, which I believe is... Oh God, I can't think of his name now. Roland Emmerich? Yes, Roland Emmerich, who brought us Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, He's 
he was never a fan of the TV show. And he wants to reboot the original film with another trilogy. A trilogy? Yeah, a trilogy. As a Stargate fan, I'd be glad to see more Stargate. But I'm not sure. It's going to be non-canon as well. So I'm not sure how happy I'd be about that. No. What do you see, think? I, haven't, I haven't watched any Stargate personally myself. I think I've seen it every now and again when it was on like Sky One yeah. back in the days. But um, yeah, so I'm... I might be intrigued about the new reboot from a person who's not really seen any of the original. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think it's going to reintroduce, reintroduce everyone to the universe, so it's not going to leave any viewers behind. No, exactly. But uh, what do you think about reboots in general? We've seen quite a lot recently. Uh, Total Recall, Judge Dredd. Yeah. Well, not many that seem to be that great, to be honest with you. Um, I think Dredd did well. Yeah, Judge Dredd is... For those who don't know, one of my favourite films out there. I, mean, yeah. I really push Judge, well, not Judge Dread, Dread, as it's called. We don't really yeah. want to confuse it with Dread, the Dread 3D film. as well, which is where they the fell The new down. or the old film is your favourite, though. The new one, which I'm saying. Yeah, yeah Dread 3D. You don't want, don't want to be confusing it with the old one. Which did I hear news of a sequel? Yeah, apparently. Um, I know there's a campaign since it's come out on DVD. It's got quite a big cult um, sort of hit behind it. Yeah. So. They're planning on doing a sequel which will focus more on the city of Mega City 1 as opposed to just this one tower block. Yeah, I mean, I know that was a complaint of a lot of viewers and fans of Dread that it just it didn't show the you know, dystopian world that was created around Judge Dread. Yeah. I think they kind of limited it in the movie, although I do agree it was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I think because they had that stick, well, sort of that not so good original with Sylvester Stallone. Um, they had to try and get away from that. So the best bet was to try and do this big action film. And it re- like if you've not seen it, it really is a huge action film taking place in just one tower block on one day. Film of the and day. It's, yeah, it's all it's all, all the whole film takes place in one day. And if you've seen the film, you'll understand it is quite big. What happens? Fun fact about this film. I was one of the, oh, it must be 150, 200 people that got to see the world premiere of the trailer. Really? Yeah, oh, the really? trailer. It was the, the world premiere at London Film and Comic Con in 2012. And I got to see it with a, while well, Carl Urban was there as well. Oh, nice. With a bunch of other co stars. That's that pretty good. cool. Yeah, the, the crowd yeah. was definitely pumped for it, and I hope they weren't disappointed. Yeah. Speaking of remakes and reboots, Robocop. Yes, coming up soon. Trailer was just released. I haven't actually seen that trailer myself. You haven't seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, okay, well, below. <laughs> yeah, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pause. It's going to be two seconds for the viewers, but Mike's going to watch the trailer. All right, and we're back. Mike has watched the trailer, and so is Josh. What do you think? Um, will it be able to stand up to the original Robocop? That's the question. From the trailer, it looks pretty good. Yeah, a lot, lot. no complaints from that. That's that's for sure. I think you get to see you get to see Murphy's death scene. It's not as gruesome yeah. as I remember the original being. No, <laughs> certainly not they've that. Got a good, uh, they've got a good cast list. That's for sure. They got Michael Keaton, Gary Oldman, Samuel Jackson. So it's yeah. good. And what what the I noticed actual... there was that you didn't name the actor playing RoboCop, Joel yeah, Kinnaman. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman, who's actually in The Killing, which the is killing. a fantastic Swedish show. No, The Those Killing. That's the American version he's in. So he's in uh, the Gold Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Safe. Easy money, safe house, killing. Yeah, he's in the American version of the killing, which is is really good. I like it. But uh, <laughs> he knows <his> yeah, <laughs> it's due for release February seventh, twenty fourteen, same day in the US and the UK. So okay, definitely so. look out for a, re- a review from us. Yeah, we'll definitely review that. Hey, we'll see it all together. Um, on... have a little watch of the original and then go see yeah. the new one. With the trailer, one thing I did notice. I mean, one, the suit's black. Yes. I thought that was cool. They put a little note in that, you know, it looks tactical and it's cooler. But I don't know. But it's not from the original. No, and also, I think there are there are a couple of seconds of footage where you saw multiple Robocops. Yeah, yeah. there seemed to be a bit when they te- seemed to be on top of, like, girders or something. Yeah. And yes. the whole point of Robocop was that, you know, he was the first, he was the only one. 
I think they, were, they might have done that because he was started getting self awareness and like stop or like get realizing he can control it more. Obviously, if they're going to do a reboot, like reboots, it's good if they don't always like. You've got to follow the original material still, but you've got to make it your own. Yeah, that is the biggest thing with reboots. That's what I feel Total Recall's biggest problem was. It didn't seem to follow its own like adaptation. There, well, it seemed. Well, there was no Mars, was there? No, there wasn't that. No Mars. But it it just didn't seem its own. It seemed just almost too like the original. One that did do quite well as a reboot, I think, is Star Trek. Yes. Yes. I yep, think everyone will agree with that. I mean, as a Star Trek fan, again, the same with Stargate. I liked it that it was more Star Trek. It, it made its own parallel universe to explain, you know, the differences. Yeah. But it also was an opportunity for them to reintroduce or introduce new fans to the franchise and hopefully they'll go back and watch you know, the TV series that everyone loves they rebooted it but didn't reboot it at the same time yeah which I quite which liked went by which they kept the only thing I didn't like and did like at the same time is with both films the 2009 and Into Darkness which by the way I preferred 2009 the, only, the thing I did like and also didn't like is the fact that it became more of a an action film Yes. And less of what Star Trek is supposed to be about. Exploration. Yeah, exploration, like diplomatic missions. I understand it doesn't make for a good summer blockbuster. Well, the, intro to, the, action. the introduction to the new one seemed to suggest that it might start being that, but then it swayed big time away from that. Was that the... Um, when it was on the alien planet. Yeah. It, I mean, that, I was, I was seemed a bit glad more to see that. Boring. Yeah. that. It was probably like a little nod to the TV series and what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kirk ruined it all again. <laughs> Kirk. Khan. <laughs> Some people weren't happy with uh, Into Darkness. Yeah, I've, um, I've only recently discovered these people who weren't really happy into it about it because per- personally, I thought it was quite a good film. Yeah. I'm not a big Star Trek fan as it is. I can't go saying that. I've seen a lot of the TV series or the original movies. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I think. But from what I've heard, a lot of people seemed a bit. Well, quite annoyed about it. I think they tried to do too much fan servicing. They tried to put too many little things in yeah. to nod to the fans without thinking about how it affected the story. Like the the triple blood like, yeah. cured Kirk from death. In other words, they just they wanted to put triples in. They wanted to put triples in because it's fun and people know it. Yeah, uh, it wasn't the blood because they get they used Khan's blood on a dead triple. Yeah, but it was in troubles. This troubles. I don't think they needed to put the trouble. It was more the trouble that was included. I thought, I thought it was a fun little side bit. I thought it was unnecessary, which some people might have just construed to be. So I might have gone over the top with it and just found it to be too much and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Josh, do you have any news? Anything you found? Anything you read on the internet lately? I haven't got too much really. Just just what you've been uh, just what you've been talking about. Yeah. Not so much today. did we? We did mention. Jurassic World, did we? Yeah, yeah. we didn't have... Which... Well, the Star Trek... Uh, the, we talked about that? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to move on to TV shows. Uh, yeah. not, not necessarily news, just what you're watching, what you like, what you don't like at the moment. Not yeah, um... Not me and Cameron have just recently discovered a TV show from all the way back in the 90s. Yeah. Sliders. Yeah. Um, a few of us have watched it together. Yeah. Um Quite a good show. Kevin binged on the first season within a day. Yep, I've watched the first season and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and it's bad and it's good. Yeah. It, it's classic 90s TV, really. Yeah. So, not, so you're not expecting the effects of these days, but... So yeah. for those who haven't seen it, it's just basically about um, a guy called Quinn who um, invents this device which allows him to slide between parallel universes. Yeah, also uh, starring sliders. John Rhys-Davis. And if you recognise yeah. that name, you should, because he's Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> wow. But he's not short. And he plays and a character called Maximilius... Uh, oh, God, Maximilian Truro, maybe? Something like that, yeah. And he's yeah. the Professor of Quinn. He's Quinn's yes. professor. Would you say it's worth watching, then? Oh, highly. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly can't believe I missed it growing up. No. I can't Five seasons. I, yeah. Definitely worth a check. Yeah, it's um, fun. Another TV news. Um, they've announced about the new Doctor. Well, there is oh, yeah. a new Doctor. They announced that a while ago about the 
50th anniversary special having a runtime of 75 minutes and called The Day of the Doctor. Hmm. Mm. See, I, I uh, watched Doctor Who, but I've never been a big fan. See, as most people will be huge fans of this um, TV spe- um, film, because it will be a TV film, really, Yeah. Um, due to the fact that it stars um, David Tennant, which a lot of people recognise as the person who helped bring Doctor Who back to their TV, even though it was Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was the first that I watched. Sort of, yeah, they more recognise the Doctor as David Tennant these days. Yeah, he, um, he he gave it the big push into like mainstream. Yes, yeah. It's something that's been interesting. That's something that's interesting about the 50th anniversary is the protests. Protests? Has anyone oh. heard about this? No. no. So it's outside true. the BBC, three people have been sp- spotted saying, "Well, with signs spouting such as no classics, no fifth, no 50th, or just literally quite annoyed about it." These three people, Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. We have their names. Yes. These three people. Well, Kevin himself doesn't quite realise who these actors are. These are previous doctors. Yeah, these are previous doctors. Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Peter Davidson. Wow. He featured in um, an actual episode recent, well, not recently, but a few years ago called Time Crash. So So he has actually appeared in the new series. What are their problems with the 50th? (laughs) I think it's more of, you can't go be sure but i think it's more of a publicity stunt yeah but they didn't seem to be advertising it there just seems to be like from the internet from what i can see just one picture of them that someone seems to have taken on their camera phone or something <laughs> um i think it's probably and i think we'll be very surprised if we don't have the original doctors appear somehow in this 50th anniversary yeah i, I think there's got to be some sort of nod to them there yeah i mean i, I don't know much about it but I do remember at the end of the later season, the, the, obviously the new Doctor came through and it was the... Ah, forgive me, I can't remember his name. I'm sure you know. Peter Capaldi? The actor. Oh, what, will he, um, John Hart? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, isn't, isn't he supposedly supposed to be, like, not the real Doctor, but the Doctor who fought in the war? Rumours that, yeah, he, he's the one that comes in between the um, eighth and the ninth Doctor. So yeah. the Doctor we see as Christopher Eccleston the Ninth Doctor isn't the Ninth Doctor at all. Um, but he's passed on one. And somehow John Hart John Hurt seems to be this Doctor in between. But wow. who knows? It's all just rumours at the moment. Nothing's been confirmed yeah. about the TV series other than it, it's on the 23rd of November, um, 50th anniversary, and called The Day of the Doctor. And they might be showing it in cinemas. Yeah, 3D in cinemas across the country. Definitely worth looking out for. Be a, Big nerd fest, if we're honest. Yeah, <laughs> <A> lot <laughs> lots of, of people, people in costume. Yeah, yeah. Right, Josh, what are you you got anything TV related to talk about? Mm, talk about the uh, the recent uh, season, uh, like coming out with the recent season finale of Breaking Bad coming out. Not sure how yes. sci-fi we can call it, but well, just, I mean, definitely getting a lot of hype, outshadowing some like Dexter. I've been hearing. Yeah, I've people... that earlier, it, it is yeah. big. I've watched it. I am, I'm a couple of episodes behind at the moment. It's just lost. It's lost its grasp on me at the moment. But it, it really is a good TV show, and if you haven't watched it, you should. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting to get back into that. Yeah, it does seem uh, it does seem like quite good. So uh, it's a different take that I'd normally see. It takes on the part of the uh, the antihero. Not to reveal any spoilers, even though <laughs> I've only watched one episode. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't watched it, definitely everyone got a lot of hype on it. Yeah, yeah certainly uh, has got that. Right, well, at the moment, I, I, I watch too many TV shows as it is, but <laughs> at the moment I'm watching a TV show called Under the Dome. And it's Under an, the Dome? Yeah, it's an adaptation of a Stephen King novel of the same name, I believe. Yeah, it rings a bell to me. Yeah, it's, um, it stars Britt Robertson, the actress, and it's just about a small town that suddenly, out of nowhere, a dome appears, keeping them in, keeping everything out. And Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, they even <laughs> they even have a nod to it. The Simpsons in like maybe three or four episodes in. Okay. They uh, they reference like how the Simpsons got out. Why can't we? Yeah. Uh, also stars from Breaking Bad, uh, Dean Norris, who plays the DEA agent and brother of the main oh, yeah, the main character. Yeah. yeah. He he plays a character in there. Okay. It's a it's a really good TV show. I think. It probably isn't going to last very long, but I'm watching it at the moment, and it seems good. 
shows that seem good original. Well, always seem good. Always seem to get cancelled early if you catch them before. Yeah. Second season. Yeah, like Under the Dome. I mean, it's rating seven point three on IMDb. Okay. So it's it's doing something right at the moment. Yes. People do seem to like it. Anything else? Anyone watching anything else on TV? No, not really at the moment. No. I mean, I know that me and Josh at the moment, I'm not a big fan of anime, but I'm watching Attack on Titan. Very, very good, very strong. Getting a lot of uh, attention by a lot of people. Yeah. Definitely good anime. I mean, we'll probably save that for an anime-centric podcast, but yeah. I'm, li- I'm liking it as a first, my first delve into the anime. Okay, now it's time for Spotlight, the part of the show where we get our guests to introduce themselves and give our listeners a chance to find out who he is. And today we're joined by Josh. Hello, Josh. Hello, Kevin. Nice to, nice to be here. Nice, nice to be talking to you. Well, we've heard your voice throughout the show, but now is your chance <laughs> to uh, tell us what you're about. Okay, well, um, I'm at UE. I'm the president of the UE Board Game Society. It's a, it's a new society that's just started up this year. I've got my committee behind me. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a lovely group. We just meet every every week and we just meet up and just play board games. Uh, what sort of board games have you played so far? Well, um, the system we've got at the moment is just everybody likes to bring their own board games in. But I'm hoping to put into a place where everyone can sort of vote. And if it if it gets to the point where there's just too many, we all vote and say which ones we want to bring in. Board games that I got that we've uh, been playing at the moment just quite a stretch. We've got uh, things from theme board games like DC, DC Deck Builders, to um, <clears throat> like a lot of dice rolling and like sort of like monster movie themes like King of Tokyo, where you just play as you play as like a big monster and hit everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I know, got, I know like, I've been I've been along to a few of your sessions. Yeah, more than a few. <laughs> more than a few, and nearly all of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've right. also got like a Poke- the Pokemon Trainer Ball game. There's, there's, there's endless, there's endless. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, one of my favourite games I think is uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, that's yeah. a game. great game. Uh, yeah. Based in the uh, Dungeons and Dragons, I'm sure you've heard. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons universe. It's uh, very popular. It's a very good game. Like, and, uh, all... Discworld, I like as well. Oh, Discworld. Yeah, that's a uh, ba- that's uh, based on the uh, Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Yep. Either Discworld or uh, Angkor Pork. Yeah, it's a really fun game. <laughs> Any questions, Mike? Um, yeah, just well, the usual sort of questions. Going to quiz you a little bit about your board game, love Josh. Um, have you got a favourite board game out there? Ooh, hard to say. Um, well, you've got well, quite a few. There is, there's a, a president. I can't just say one board game. Um, I could say currently a really uh, board game that's got my attention is the Game of Thrones board game, which uh, I actually find really fun and really amazing. I can't wait to get it play. I don't currently own it, but it's a uh, it's something really fun. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but um, it's definitely up there. Also, the Water Deep is really good as well. Speaking of which, it's got its uh, own expansion coming out soon, which is uh, some people have seen a bit about it. It's, if you don't know, it's just Lords of Water Deep. Um, the expansion for it's going to be uh, the Skullport. It's going to include a lot of uh, new strategies, a lot of uh, new bits and bobs. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Hope and to if, get it uh, soon. If you don't recognise any of these uh, game names, what we'll do is uh, we'll put a link in the in the description or a link in somewhere, somewhere related down to this below. podcast. Linking to around the page. Yeah, we'll link to uh, Will Wheaton playing it on his TV show, oh, his, yep. his internet he's, show, Tabletop. Yeah, he's, he's played uh, a fair few. He does a lot. He does a load of stuff actually, he doesn't he? Uh, plays Pathfinder and all lots of all random stuff. Doesn't he? Yeah, so uh, anything sort of that role-playing board game related, he'll he'll be doing it. Definitely worth a watch of all of his videos. They're quite funny. Yeah, we definitely recommend them. Um, so what got you into board games in the first place, Josh? Because well, like, for those who don't know, Josh, my um, housemate, he's got quite a big collection. So there's got to be something there that started the collection. Yeah. To begin with. Well, what happened to you from childhood? <laughs> Did they well, literally just say, surround you with a wall of boards? You're all, uh, everyone, like everybody, all the way back then, everyone started off in humble beginnings of chess <laughs> and backgammon and that sort of all that sort of crap. <laughs> but um, then they go on to uh, then they go on to like Monopoly, which is a great family game. Uh, it's not anywhere near my favourites anymore, but um, that's what sort of got the ball rolling. Uh, what really uh, started it all is just when I th- when I I think it was actually when I went to MCM London. If you don't know, it's a Comic Con run by the Comic Con Company, which is held every uh, May and October. Um, they have a small small uh, sort of area of the of the massive hangar 
where they play board games and every time every they showcase the all uh, different board games and new and upcoming ones there and I just decided one time just to sit down and play this was I think about four five years ago or maybe four years ago about and just from there ever since I've just been buying board games constantly just got a massive love for it it's definitely one of my most uh my, my biggest hobbies. Just uh, love just buying board games from just whenever I find something really interesting, cool. Going on Kickstarter and looking up all the um, different different new cool projects that are coming out. Yeah, you mentioned where... you use Kickstarter a lot. Do you, do you actually use? Well, do you actually buy anything from Kickstarter, or do you well, just browse it to see what's new? Well, a lot of the time I do browse, but I do have quite a few uh, projects I've backed in the past. Have you received okay. anything from them yet? Yeah, I've got uh, some stuff from the the popular YouTubers, the um, the Dice Tower. I've got um, a couple of games from them. I've got a card game yet to be played or been seen by anybody else other than my eyes. I've got a uh, Jungle Speed, which is a party game, which is including from that. Um, what I'm also going to be getting is I've got Dungeon Roll, which I received last week, which looks pretty fun. Lots of dice, lots of fun. Um, I've backed the Epic Death, the card game, made by, I believe... What was their name? Uh, it's by Game Salute. They have a lot of stuff on Kickstarter, which I really like. There's also the Eureka, uh, the better dystopia. You want to build the best dystopia the world. So you definitely back a lot of stuff on Kickstarter. Yeah. Something yeah. which uh, a lot of people are getting interested in is the uh, A Duel Betwixt Us, which is a two-player game, which very British, very uh, sounds very fun, I'm sure. When it comes out in December, I believe it is, everyone's going to really want to have a go at that. Yeah, I've, I've watched the video for A Duel Betwixt Us, and it looks, looks like a fun, sort of quick two-player game. I'm someone who I personally don't know what this game is. Um, care to elaborate about it? Yeah, so it seems uh, like a game in which you take place as sort of like a gentleman back in whatever sort of time period and you face another your opponent and the objective of the game is to gain a lady's favor <laughs> i think it's got it's got a little tidbit which is very funny but um the game the aim of the game is to have the most the, the most favor from a lady at the end of the game and you okay. do so by having by having duels with your opponent and by getting you get you have miners in which used to produce items and you send them to the mines and you combine a load of items and then duel each other and it's all a bit hectic and it's all a bit fun there's funny it's funny bits and bobs and it's just i just think it's going to be a really quirky little game which everyone's going to really enjoy yeah this, it sounds good uh the, the video is definitely good and we'll, again we'll link that so you can go check that out and uh stop by board games maybe yeah, sometime definitely. sometime this year and come and play it and if you're a Yuri student, mind. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> it's for Yuri students, but okay. I, th- I think non non uh, students can uh, still still um, approach the societies, can they not? Yeah, you, can, a, you join societies for just uh, an increased price. Yeah. Cough, cough. Join yes. sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big one there. Yeah, join <laughs> <Good> sci-fi. Board games too. Right, that's uh, that's it for this this show this week. Uh, be sure to. Join us next week. We'll have a, a new guest, and we'll be sure to post who that is on our Facebook page. Also, along with the next top five topics. Uh, thank you for joining us. I've been Kevin. I've been Michael. I've been Josh. So there we have it—the first ever podcast I did. Um, I'll be honest with you; I've got no idea how good or bad or anything that episode was because I've got no desire to go back and listen to a podcast I did. 10 years ago i'm pretty sure i'll be embarrassed about it um but hopefully you all enjoyed it and hopefully next week we'll be back to our normal routine if not we've got a few other those podcast re-releases that we've got in the bank stored for this sort of thing but yeah we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week bye